Hey everybody, it's Adina, also known as Dini the Yogini. Hey, this is Lex from Flex of Lex. This is Dee, your faith fueled mom. What's up, peeps? This is your girl JQ with Fitness Defied. This is Takima from Takima Renee Fitness, and you are listening to the Fit Black Queens Podcast. so delayed (laughs) (laughs) it's everybody good good Good. i don't know why i sound confused when i said it but good i could just say pretty fabulous yeah splendid darling i'm doing splendid darling blessed (laughs) and highly favored i'm doing well that is great to hear i hope everybody is staying healthy this winter yes trying i am trying (laughs) what you say what you say staying healthy is like the number one priority i think for every human right now Mm -hmm. like staying healthy in that immunity system man trying to do your best to combat the woes that may come up befall you (laughs) (laughs) facts on facts dina that was oh, wow. very um, like Lord of the Rings. What is it, J.R. Tolkien? Those, those are very <laughs> mysterious, mysterious way to say it, Adina. Yeah, <laughs> it's very but eloquent, but you. spooky. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, but have you noticed, you guys, that even in the stores, like they have a whole section of vitamin C, mm-hmm. uh, elderberry, uh, all of these different things. And then the prices are like- They went up. Doubled. Yeah. Yes. Doubled. Yes. Supply and demand, people. Supply and demand. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's uh pretty, pretty, pretty tough times right now because not everybody can afford to buy those uh really high-end like uh, vitamins and vitamins and everything. You know, I I'm I like to ascribe to the belief that a lot of the stuff you can get from eating healthy foods, right? Like, you know, your body creates a lot of things on its own and you can get a lot of nutrients from eating healthy foods. I know sometimes you do need a boost, right? Like I have a vitamin D deficiency. Eating a lot of salmon isn't enough and standing out in the sun is also not good for my skin and it's not enough. So I do have to take supplements, but a lot of stuff you can, you can find in the foods you eat. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, some people, everybody can't do that. I have to get a a B12 shot every month, but not everybody can um, find their supplements through food. They have to take a a supplement to help. uh, What is it to help escalate or elevate, you know, whatever they need. Yeah, but I definitely believe that too. But nourishing your body and trying to add as much as you can can definitely mm-hmm. um, help as well. But you know, yeah. if you're at, if you're depleted and you need extra boost, it's great. But I feel like um, eating and nourishing your body is a good way to try to get extra B12 and vitamin D. But like Lex says, she'll be like salmon coming out of her ears if she <laughs> had to eat as much <laughs> as she probably needs. So that's why. Supplements are a good way too. Yeah, you know, I 
one of the, I, this is mostly joking, but this is what I like to tell John. I get sick twice a year. It's almost like clockwork. And it's really when it goes from winter to spring and from summer to fall. Those are the two times a year I get sick and it's always an upper respiratory infection. But I like to joke that I don't get sick because I eat food past its expiration date and I eat food that <laughs> fell on the floor. So <laughs> this, is, this is my immune system. And I like to say I learned it from my dad because he doesn't really get sick either. And neither does my brother. And we all grew up eating expired food and um, 30 second, 60 second rule. Wow. <laughs> well, people's bodies are so, so cyclical. So like it makes sense that same time of year that you get sick because our body mm-hmm. is kind of on a cycle. Um but yeah, you are a superwoman. There. I wish <laughs> that um, everyone. I wish that everyone was able to see Adina's face when Alexis shared a little tidbit about her life. Her Adina's jaw hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with Alexis. Like I do some stuff that some people may be like, "What in the world?" But I don't get sick that often. I really don't. And if I do get sick, it's not for long. I feel like, I feel like, um, like some people get sick for weeks I'll get, or a week, I'll get sick for a couple of days. So I definitely feel like it's the way that I eat and the supplements that I do take and moving my body and drinking water, all those things are mm-hmm. factors in it um, into how you can boost your immune system. Can mm-hmm. I also um, ask, because I feel like mentally, I mean, I cannot get sick because my mind tells me I'm not sick. Like as a mom, you cannot be sick. If that makes any sense. Like you, like you're sick and then you have someone's like, Oh, I just sneezed. What do you want me to do about that? I know you sneezed. I heard it. Like (laughs) you have to stay strong for the people around you, but I feel like I am not allowed to get sick. I don't know. Mentally, I think I just do it my mind. That's a feeling every mother I think experiences that. Um, Yeah you know, with their children. I think that's just, just a natural, natural feeling. Mm -hmm. I also think kids are gross and you're exposed (laughs) to their grossness and it makes you immune. (laughs) Kids are so dirty. Like when I used to coach kids, I swear at the beginning of the season, my immune system was like, oh, you're about to get sick. And I would look at those kids and I, I feel like just looking at them, I would put hand sanitizer on. Like that kid just looked like they're about to infect me with something. Yeah. And the younger I... they are, the grubbier. <laughs> and there's always that one kid that always has the snot bubble and you're like, dude, when are you ever going to get healthy? You always have the crust around your nose. Yes, we had this, uh, this girl who played volleyball with us, a girl, she's a woman, and her son, she would let him like, crawl around in the gym floor, he used to lick stuff, he would walk up to you and lick the bottom of your shoe. And she's like, we're building a strong immune system. I'm like, yeah, but your kid is always sick. So either they're going to use his cells when he's older to like create a superhuman or what he's just going to be in the hospital. Like, what the what? <laughs> yes. That so we I, called him patient zero. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I have to say so also, some people have just nasty hands. If you ever watch going into a restroom, you should always be washing your hands when you finish using the restroom, right? I see people go in and go out. Pee-pee hands is what I call them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You oh know, my gosh. It's funny you say that, but money and all of those stuff are just as nasty as PP. I did a, I, and listen for real. Like I looked it up mm-hmm. once and they were saying that not washing your hands after using the bathroom is probably number 12 on the list. Handling money and your cell phones are number one. There are more germs on your cell phone than you will find if you stick your hand in the toilet where the pee Shut is up, going. JQ. JQ, Trigger warning. So true. <laughs> left on your hand, on the doorknobs, on money, on all of those things than there is in the pee that's coming out on your hand. I'm so uncomfortable. Don't you say that the urine is your urine. <laughs> when it comes to the stream when it comes down it no is- no no. i didn't say it was clean i'm saying there's things out there that are way nastier that people are touching every day that don't wash their hands this yeah one is totally laughing to me <laughs> i'm sorry i know we're going way off track but <laughs> i don't think me, it's I way off be- track I think that's a really big reason why a lot of people are getting sick during this pandemic. They yes. don't wash their hands. Right. And but you weren't washing your hands before, Alexis. Not you. No, but don't I'm say just- me. I <laughs> wash my hands. <laughs> people weren't washing their hands before, right? Right. right. You yep. notice, you'll go in the bathroom. People will just go and come out. And then you go and touch a pen. You go touch a pad. You touch someone's shoulder, what have you. You weren't being clean before. So why all of a sudden yeah. now? But now you really have pee-pee hands. <laughs> it's, disgusting. it's disgusting. So my middle daughter, I cleaned her phone the other day with the wipe. My gosh, it was so disgusting. It was brown. And she's our patient ex in our house. I swear she comes with a sniffly nose. She's sick for half an hour. And the rest of us are sick for two weeks. So I don't know. <laughs> She's a super spreader. She is. She's that kid. She's the kid you were talking about. He's licking everything. Yeah. So I, I showed her, I was like, look at this, please clean your phone. But yeah, it's definitely surfaces that you don't think. I always think when I touch the um, keypads on the, the yeah. grocery store, wipe my card. Yes. yes. That skis me out i literally held my finger out until i can find hand sanitizer I just, feel like <laughs> just point at people infected. just one That's finger has been infected out of my whole hand yeah so there's but, so, the surfaces we touch the people we're around we have to be aware of our surroundings even more now during this pandemic than before right yes so alexis i mean what what is recommended for like for example someone or ladies all together um someone that um wants to boost the immune system, should they see their primary physician first to say, hey, can I take supplement A, B, C, and D to help? You know, I mean, is it recommended to check with your your uh, local- um, Always. Practitioner. Yeah. I would say always check with oh, your practitioner first. first. Yeah. But then also there's certain yeah. things that you can do at the beginning, like, you know, just to, like Dee was saying, like eat, eating healthy and eating better you know, um, I don't know. I was going to ask you guys, like growing up, my grandma used to make us eat like a clove of garlic, like, the whole garlic, garlic clove. Did I say that wrong? I don't know. But she used mm-hmm. to make us eat garlic and said that was going to boost our immune system, especially when I had pneumonia one year. She was like, this is going to make it better. It didn't. But anyway, um, but it's like this <laughs> little thing. supposedly things- has antiseptics. 
Yeah, I'm like, so come I on. Well, I think, I think people, I think people yeah. also, what we really have to make a disclaimer is you can't just eat something when you're experiencing a low immune system. What has mm-hmm. to happen is it has to be a regular part of your diet and then yes. it and boost your immune system. It does not fix it when it's broken. <laughs> you can't, <laughs> I mean, that you, you just can't. You can't eat a cucumber today and see the results of the cucumber in a few hours. It yeah. takes yeah. being in your system system and your body to extract the yes. healthy elements from it and to keep your your system at healthy levels for your immune system to actually work from the things that you're doing to it mm-hmm. well look I at agree. your face not your face but your face is a telltale <laughs> sign of she keeps oh, saying you, you don't wash your hands and look at your <laughs> face like, hold up now <laughs> but don't you ladies agree when you know what's on the inside does come on the outside right yeah so sure. sometimes people have bad skin but you can just see people that have really bad skin it's also attributed to what goes on when internally yeah, when, yeah. I, when I eat gluten, I break out. Like that's, you can tell I get dark marks on my face when I eat gluten. It's a telltale sign that I've been eating donuts. Um, mm-hmm. It's like yep. flax on my face. Me too. My mustache goes right around my lips. It, it just breaks out real bad. Like wheat, gluten, any kind of flour. I suck it up and put my makeup on, but it's all <laughs> what I've been eating for sure. Wait a minute, mm-hmm. you have a mustache? I know, I don't now because I haven't had any liver. gluten. <laughs> Oh, I used to get a wax there, dear. Well, a I don't donut, a donut induced mustache. No, 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 no. Mine just what Alexa said. It's a donut induced mustache. She's absolutely right. Like things, um, if you have liver issues, it shows up on your chin. Yes. Um, certain, mm-hmm. certain things show up on your cheeks. Um, so I definitely encourage, like my, I have a, a program that I encourage people to eat more beta carotene, vitamin C, you know, herbs and spices, vitamin E, zinc, those type of things, mm-hmm. um, just so that it's not showing up on your skin and it is supporting your immune system. And it's not a, like, like JQ said, it's not a one meal thing. It's a consistent basis yes. adding these things into your meals. And like, you can add spices that have are high in beta carotene. You can eat more carrots. You can add garlic. Um, there's so many foods that have these essential vitamins that we need that you don't need to take a supplement. Um, and it might actually make you feel better as well as save you money if you're adding these foods to your plate. Mm-hmm. You know, a- we have we can add things to our skin too. How we treat our skin is the biggest organ. And it is the organ that we have that is the most direct connect to our bloodstream and so we we think we don't even consider that what we're putting on our skin is inhibiting our immune system as well petroleum jellies all kinds of chemical things that we're putting on our skin clean products yeah don't have all that stuff in it so i was gonna say a big thing for me and i think this is a big reason why i don't get sick very often aside from eating rotten food and trash (laughs) Um, but but for me it's finding balance right there's so many illnesses and you know things of that nature that can come from things like added stress not enough Mm -hmm. sleep you know stress is such a major it plays such a major role in our lives you know it can cause you to lose hair it can cause you to have indigestion it can I mean so many different things and so I think a lot of it is about balance too much of anything 
isn't good, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're overdoing it in your workouts or you're underdoing it in your workouts Moderation. or you're, Moderation. you know, you're sleeping too much, you're sleeping not enough. It's all about balance and finding the things that work for you. And I agree with that sentiment about going to your doctor, getting a physical, getting your blood work, finding out if you actually do have deficiencies, not that you just read something online and now you think that you're deficient in everything. Cause I know <laughs> yes. I do that. I'm like, I've diagnosed myself with like three different injuries this week and I'm just sore. Um, <laughs> but you know, just going to the doctor and getting that information. So you have a good baseline and then working from there and working with your doctor, you know, to say, okay, what are some ways that I can address this? And not just saying like, oh, okay, doctor prescribed me like 20 different things, but also talk to them about, are there some things that I can get from food? Are there some Mm -hmm. things that I can get from exercise or strength training or, you know, just talking and having a real conversation with your doctor about these things? Something else that we've spoken about before is our oral care. Um, That's Mm -hmm. a huge factor as well in boosting your immunity and (laughs) We went into gross detail about that on a past podcast um, episode. <laughs> if you guys want to check that out. <laughs> but I agree. I think it's a holistic approach to your lifestyle um, that will optimally help you boost your immunity with stress, mental, oral, skin, um, nutrition, movement, all our factors. Mm-hmm. Our body is very adaptive and very responsive to our lifestyle. So I think changing, making small changes. You don't have to change mm-hmm. all the things all at once, um, I think is helpful. And just to tap on the stress, I was listening to a podcast today about how stress is really attributing to a lot of diseases that um, people are getting, um, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure. Um, there's so many factors. So I think just a holistic, balanced approach to your lifestyle, wherever that may be, um, will be helpful in us boosting our immunity. And none of us are doctors, by the way. <laughs> Not one of us is a doctor. What is, your, um, what is your go-to thing that you keep as far as food or that you definitely do without fail that you know attributes to the best immune system that you have? For me, one of the things that I eat like every single day without fail is I'm having an orange every single day, whether it's helping me or not. In my mind, I feel like I'm getting that extra boost of vitamin C. And it's like, when I don't have my orange, I feel like my system is just lagging a little bit. What about That's you? That's interesting. For me, it's dark leafy greens, um, whether it's spinach, kale, lettuce, because they have beta carotenes, vitamin C, uh, vitamin E and zinc. Like it covers all the boosting immunity essentials. So I try to get dark leafy greens into my diet on a daily basis and iron. I'm, I'm, I'm low iron doctor diagnosed. So that is just something that I try to do as well, just to help me out. Cause it's given, it's giving me the most boost for my, or bang for my buck, I should say. Oh, that's good. Alexis, what about you, girlfriend? What do you add every day? What do you go? You don't go a day without it. Oh, I don't know. I think for me, it's drinking enough water first and foremost. When I'm dehydrated, I I have all kinds of issues. I can't sleep. Um, I'm tight. So I would say probably water. There's times where I boost myself with vitamin C and zinc, but in general, it's probably water. And then if I do feel myself like starting to like feel the, the symptoms that I might get sick soon, 
usually that means that I need to slow down and I need to take a day to rest. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably probably water to be oh, honest. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's we're all foundation. dehydrated and don't even know it. The um, Google was telling me the other day, 82% of humans, all generations, all are walking around dehydrated and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Something Lex said a long time ago is you have to stay hydrated so that you don't have to get hydrated. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, I got to stay hydrated so I don't have to get hydrated. <laughs> so I'll be drinking my water. <laughs> that's something Lex said a long time ago that's literally stuck in my head. As she mentioned that, as you mentioned that, JQ as well, if you are dehydrated, it shows up in your urine. You can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Again, we're going back You're to the all about thing. the pee today. <laughs> I am. I am. Your urine tells the story about your insides too. You're right yeah. though. You're absolutely right though. Yeah. Yeah. So. If you're if it's bright yellow or bright or dark green or something, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're red, you're in trouble. Couldn't help it. Foamy, you're in real big trouble. Or your multivitamin just came out either way. Yeah. Foamy urine or urine that smells like nail polish. Foamy. Foamy. Yeah. That smells like nail polish is allegedly Mm -hmm. through a sign of maybe diabetes onset. Wow. We need to get a doctor on our our podcast and just to talk about pee because now I'm really curious. Yeah. That's all I want to talk about now. Eat asparagus. Asparagus do, do make your urine smell bad. Oh, it does. Does. asparagus and shrimp. Sorry, I don't I, know, I about, crap, I know about the asparagus. Woo woo. Well, see, yeah. I don't know where That's this comes from. When people talk about it making your pee smell, because it's only certain people though. It's not everyone. Like oh, certain, I'm like, yeah. Am I supposed to stick my head in the toilet and smell it? Because I ain't smelled nothing. We don't need to. No. We don't need <laughs> to. And it doesn't it's happen to me. It doesn't okay. happen to me. Maybe it doesn't. Your system maybe doesn't doesn't do it that way. You know, that's everybody's different. Like Takima said, that's because yeah. she's hydrated. Yeah, that's because she's <laughs> hydrated. <laughs> but I'm with Alexis uh, and what D said. Water is the is the big thing. Is the go to every day for me. I don't drink soda, but I gotta have my water. Gotta have my hmm. water. I'm trying to think of, oh, for me, it's something with ginger. So it is, sometimes it can be ginger tea, right? Yesterday was ginger cookies, but we don't want to talk about that. Um, (laughs) It was triple ginger cookies from Trader Joe's. um, Triple. Yes, it's really good. So, but it's always (laughs) ginger. I just made some ginger um, simple syrup. And then, but every day I have something with ginger. And that's something that I've, I've had since the, um, something I had, like some, since my daughter has been born, she is, um, her grandmother was like, give that girl ginger tea almost every day. And that's what my daughter drinks every day. So for me, it's something with ginger. That's a West Indian thing too. You know that. Yes. Yeah. They they big on the ginger, man. They love it. (laughs) They ginger for everything. Even like me, I like my ginger wine. Mm, <laughs> ginger beer i've been doing a lot of turmeric lately just because it's anti-inflammatory and i don't know if it's psychosomatic but like if i have muscle soreness i drink turmeric tea um i have turmeric powder i try to oh. put that i put that in everything now but um it's like my tu- it's just a new thing 
that I've just started doing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if it has anything to do with anything, but it makes me feel better. And I also think that's a part of it too. Like your mind is a very powerful thing. So um, mm-hmm. you drinking the ginger every day, you drinking the water every day. There's certain things that if you do those and they make you feel well, your body will respond to that. That's the podcast I was listening to today, to today um, about how, how powerful our mind is. So I have a question for all of the ladies. Um, are there any things like Dee said that made you feel good? You feel like they were working or you thought they were working when you were a kid, something that you got from a family member that was like, take this. If this is bothering you, take this. And maybe as an adult, you're like, that ain't right. Or you still do it to this day. Or do you have anything like that? I don't, but Eddie B does. Oh my gosh, this man, when he gets a little tickle in his throat, he thinks ginger ale ginger ale 17 tablespoons of sugar does something (laughs) for him and that's the first thing he says because his mom used to give him ginger ale when he's sick and I'm like babe that does not do anything for you but he really truly believes it does and so it probably does for him because he truly believes it but I think it's silly you know but that's his thing so um I didn't start getting sick until like probably 10 years ago when I started to understand what real stress was um but before that I never really got sick and I think it's because my grandmother in the morning she'll make us like I said she'll have us eat um at night the ginger but in the morning she had us get a tablespoon of cod liver oil and sound disgusting no it was disgusting but the worst one I ever had was a grape flavored cod liver oil and I will have a tablespoon of that every morning. I know that there's like great properties. Like there's so many things, that, like great things about it, but it's just nasty. But I'm not, I haven't, I haven't had it in like six years. That's probably why I've been sick. That doesn't make, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but cod liver oil. Wow. Uh, do you know, what were you going to say? Mine is feral compound. It's a Jamaican uh, iron supplement. I haven't had it in years, but my family swore by feral compound. Give her some feral compound. She got a tummy ache. Give her some feral compound. She's going to feel good. Give her feral compound. You know, it's everything feral compound. Yeah. It was like, it's, you make it sound like, you remember that movie? Um, my Big Fat my, Greek Wedding? Yeah. With the yeah, Windex. Windex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So those are things you remember from your childhood right it's, yeah. it's mine's charcoal powder oh and i don't go a day without it as nasty as it is ew. but you know what it's not bad if you put it in your smoothies so um but usually when i wake up in the morning it sits right by my bed and when i roll over it's kind of just like scoop it out suck it up bash you don't it do down the pills? then go brush your teeth <laughs> you don't do the pills no, I don't like pills at all. I do not have a pill container such as yourself, honey. No. <laughs> I don't even like is swallowing it, them things. Uh, 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 uh. Is it activated charcoal or just charcoal? It's just charcoal. The activated, I don't usually take unless my stomach is messed up because if I take that activated one and there's not a problem, it activates some other stuff. <laughs> again guys we are not doctors so don't start oh, yeah that didn't sound scientific <laughs> My, um, the two things that we used to have 
have that my dad would like always make us to have was ginger ale, which John makes fun of me because he's like, you say it like one word. I'm like, it's ginger ale. He's like, it's ginger <laughs> ale, ginger ale. So I would drink ginger ale. I still drink it um, like your husband, D. And the other one was gargle with Listerine. This <gasps> man would tell us just gargle with Listerine. We didn't really get sick though. I had a lot of stomach issues as a kid, but my dad said, if you're not bleeding or throwing up, you're going to school. So ginger ale and Listerine it was. <laughs> okay, so that reminded me, salt water. My mom used to make us gargle with salt water mm-hmm. if we had a sore throat and that would me- always make me gag. That and she would make me take a teaspoon of honey and I cannot stand honey to this day if I had a little tickle in my throat. She's like, take some honey, gargle with salt water. I like, I hear her now saying it. And it Girl, <laughs> you got lucky. Yours didn't have to have no gin in it. My grandma used to put Ooh, honey on the spoon enough. and then do a shot of gin right after the honey. And it was like, not the good gin. It was that stuff that would sting in your nose if you smelled it. Ooh. <laughs> Try this before gin. bed. Hold up. <laughs> How old were you? five-year-old taking some gin she didn't want no sickness in her house she'd be like uh-uh don't let that devil in here shoot it up <laughs> <laughs> you kill the devil with gin noted anyway <laughs> i love it so I, my dad actually had a friend when we were growing up he's from iran and he used to make this mint tea and once my dad met this friend and the, and the friend started giving him this tea, he started giving us that. And that mint tea did wonders for my, my digestive issues as a kid. I don't know what it was about this tea, but that tea was the bomb. And it worked mm-hmm. and it was Good better than Listerine. Mint. <laughs> to this day, it has very good healing properties. Um, it does. But those are people that suffer from reflux or anything like that. Mint is a no-no. I have a funny story. So I've been gardening since me forever. And Mila, I used to give her a piece of stevia mint to like chew on. So this poor little baby would take grass, any any leaf, and she'd start <laughs> chewing on it because she thought it was mint. So she's older now. She knows the difference where the mint plant is, but that just reminded me of that. <laughs> But you know, it's funny because dogs, when they get sick, some dogs will eat grass to to make themselves, you know, recurrent. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Scientific word. Yeah. If if they have an upset stomach and it helps, it helps them. Our dog does. Hmm. I learn something new every day. Yeah. I never, um, I don't, I don't like dogs. I don't like pets. So I I didn't know that. (laughs) I'm going to be curious to hear how everybody manages their daily routine of supplements like takima has her big box of supplements. yes i'm with you girl so don't feel bad i have a seven day row <laughs> me I too breakfast lunch and my midday uh vitamins i take so don't don't you know i'm not mad mm-hmm. at you let's yeah. do it let's share show and tell who wants to go first i guess i'll go first <laughs> <laughs> In the morning, first thing I do, um, first thing when I wake up is I drink tea with a probiotic. Um, With my first meal, I usually take a multivitamin. Um, Then my snack, I usually do a fish oil. And then my lunch and dinner, I usually do digestive enzymes. And then I also take now just because of the 
pandemic beta glucan which has like zinc vitamin c vitamin e in it it's like a um all for all you need I guess to support mm-hmm. your immune system and that is and I drink green tea I feel I, I think of green tea as a supplement but that's something that I do every single day um Bird. like routine so I have a little pill box like Takima with all my pills <laughs> looking like a lady <laughs> How about you, GQ? Um, I wake up in the morning. I take my charcoal. I um, take my multivitamin as far as pill. After that, I make my coffee, which I have my collagen in. My MCT oil is in there. I have my, um, my vitamin E is in there. I have my fish oil is in there. There's eight different things I put in my little coffee concoction, whether it's coffee or tea in the morning, I put it in there because I hate taking pills. And then at lunch, um, I do either um, an iron um, pill or I do the drops. Well, sometimes right now I'm doing both. So I'm doing the iron pill and the B12 um, drops under my tongue. And then that's it as far as supplements other than my protein and my glucosamine that I take for working out and my my, um, BCAAs. But other than that, I eat all of mine because I hate pills. I eat a lot of greens throughout the day. I eat like eight, nine times throughout the day, very small meals, but I'm constantly eating throughout the day because I don't take any energy supplements at all. Oh, I forgot. I do do iron now since I went vegan, just because. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people, who, they, we need it. Like I can't go I without my iron or D. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-uh. I was suffering and I was like, what's going on? Yeah. So that's another thing. What about you, Takima? What's in that big old so, pill box? <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I first wake up, I do take my probiotics. and you say it's tasty? It's a lot. Um, so I take my probiotics in the morning. Um, I just wanted to say ditto to D's, <laughs> like whatever D said, me, minus the beta, whatever the word she said. But um, I do take my probiotics in the morning. Um, if I don't have my probiotics now, my, my body is like, what do you think you're doing with your life? Um, I also take anxiety medication first thing in the morning because um, I don't want to you know, yell at anyone throughout the day. Um, so I also take some iron medication, like iron, my iron's very low. They, they cussed that, they, they like yelled at me last week. Um, <laughs> but I do take iron, um, fish oils midday. Um, but at the end of the day, I actually take some magnesium and, um, and potassium because I cramp up with just walking up the stairs. Like my muscles are like, nah, dog. We not doing this. So I do take some magnesium and potassium, but everything D said, just put it onto me, same thing, and just add some um, magnesium and potassium and anxiety medication. Your girl needs it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alexis? I mean, I only take two things. I take my probiotics <laughs> in the morning on an empty stomach, and I take my vitamin D. And then if I just am out in the sun all day, then I don't even take my vitamin D and that's it. Sometimes I put a scoop of, um, I'll put like some collagen in my coffee or in water. Um, and if I'm really sore, like I was all this week being a crybaby, I'll take like BCAAs, um, Mm -hmm. and 
a leave. But aside from that, <laughs> as far as my day to day, what's your routine, daily? Yeah, my day to day is I take my probiotics first thing in the morning, and I may take my two um, vitamin D in the morning as well, and that's it. I don't have any special containers for it. <laughs> And she eats a little trash, you know, throughout the day. Yeah. See, the thing is, I just throw all my food on the floor and just eat it off the floor with no hands. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's it's how I get my guys. additional nutrients from the carpet. <laughs> Adina, Adina, what about disgusted. you? Well, you know, it's, it's it's interesting that you you say that because there are some people, such as myself, and like Takima mentioned if you have required medication that you have to take daily, you have to kind of space things out. Mm -hmm. So for me, I have a prescribed medication that I have to take daily. So I then wait and then I start with my supplements. I have probiotic, I have adrenal complex, I have parapac, I have ZMC, which is uh, magnesium and calcium and things of that nature. And I have one other one and I can't remember so that's in a digestive enzyme. So that's my morning. And the same thing goes for the afternoon. But in the afternoon, I add my vitamin D and I add my CoQ10. So CoQ10 is a big one for the heart. So oh. I have a heart murmur. So, you know, just to kind of keep the heart moving and grooving, you know, doing this thing. Um, it's not required, but the cardiologist is like, hey, you know, wouldn't be bad. So I've been taking that for years. Uh, CoQ10. And in the evening, it's the same medications, the adrenal pack, the parapack, the ZMC, the calcium, magnesium, but it's, um, it's less amounts like magnesium. I take twice a day, excuse me, I take one, two, three, four, three times a day. But so it's just, just a it's just a matter of what's needed. And some days I do forget, but I make sure that I get that vitamin D and my CoQ10 in. it's very important for me. So those of us that have the suitcase of pill boxes like Takima and I, we feel you. We structured. <laughs> yeah. You know it has to be taken. And if you don't take it one day, you know you take it the next day. Your body is adjusted to it. So I've been taking now um, this regimen now for almost a year. So, and the CoQ10, I've just been taking for years every day. So it, it's yeah. just based on your need as an individual. And yeah. Prescribe yeah. medication. Talk to your your primary to see how you structure your other because some things is they're contradictions, right? Mm -hmm. You can take uh, your price heart medicine and you can't take something for three hours until you can't take something with zinc or aluminum or whatever in it for three hours. Yeah. So we we are not um, physicians. We recommend mm -hmm. that you definitely speak with your primary about how to structure your your daily intake of your vitamins. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's so funny you said that, um, Adina, because you know what? I forgot that, you know, the skincare, I have a specific skincare product that I use that is a CoQ10 um, skincare product that I started using after cancer that was recommended by my doctor for um, to get the, get the CoQ10 absorbed into my skin because when I was taking it by mouth, my body wasn't accepting 
as much of it internally as it was in my skin. So I put it in my lotions and my skincare because mm. I seem to retain more of it when I put it on my skin than when I take it digestively. That's mm. so cool. And that's another one of my supplements that I didn't think about it because it's not something I take in my mouth, but it is something that I intentionally put on my skin every single day without like fail. CoQ10 it's, is the truth, girl. It's the truth, girl. It is the truth. Yes. I was just saying that the CoQ10 has so many other definitely some different benefits uh, cellular wise. So, you know, people take it not only for the heart, but they have other reasons that they take the CoQ10 and it can be very expensive. You do yes. not want to buy generic CoQ10. You need to really find a good brand. It can cost you maybe 35, sometimes $35 a bottle. It just depends. So CoQ10 is the truth for those that take it. I do want to add something. I think that the main thing that we're trying to get across is like just taking responsibility in your health and well-being. And not only doing that, it's like go to the doctor. Like let's just said earlier, go to the doctor, find a baseline. And then if the medicate, if you do need to do supplements and go ahead with that, um, do that later. But don't just listen to what we're saying. Like, I'm gonna go out and get this. You know do what's good for your body. You know, you know your body more than anyone else. Okay, this is one more thing I have to say about this. <laughs> but you know your body more than anything else. We go to like doctors for them to fix us. Let's do air quote fix us. But no one knows you like you know you. So take them as just like, sometimes listen to what they have to say. Like, yeah, you should listen to them. But they're, they don't know everything. So try some things out. So I'd be curious to know um, from our Fit Black Queen listeners what they are doing to boost their immunity during this pandemic in general. Some of their um, old wives tales that they follow in their lives would be great. You can leave us a message on Anchor. You can share with us on Instagram. Tweet us out after you follow us on Twitter. Um, you can join us at the Fit Black Queen Insider Facebook group. We would love to hear all your tips and tricks that you do in your everyday life. Um, you can also, we would love for you to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and yeah, we're Fit Black Queens everywhere on social media. And until next time, Queens, bye-bye. Bye. Later, baby.